0: Hello and welcome to the Punting Monologue. It is so good to have you here. What a massive Saturday this is. For those of you who haven't had the pleasure of listening to us down your ear holes, dive over and get onto the Gold Coast Monologue. There are so many good tips on that. The analysis is there. This Saturday on the Gold Coast, magic millions. But we're going to go to Flemington now. Hey, hi, by the way. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs>
1: Thanks for asking, mate. Just waiting here while you're going an absolute spiel. <laughs>
0: Oh, mate. I'm seriously, I know Flemington's massive, but I'm very excited about the Gold Coast. It's all about the
1: Gold Coast. The weather, the sun's shining, the weather's good. It's gorgeous. Good horses up there, good punting day. It's going to be great. Everyone's ready to go.
0: We're in Melbourne. It's Saturday and it is going to be a scorcher. We're looking at 36 degrees, so the races have been brought forward by a few hours, which is also Amazing. Because on the Gold Coast with Daylight Savings Time, we can really hit the ground running. Yeah, early
1: kickoff. It's
0: going to be unreal. It's going to be 8.30 in the morning, Queensland time. Normally that Saturday
1: morning, 9 to 12, is the longest three oh, hours yeah. of the week just waiting for the races to start.
0: That three hours I call double-guessing time. I just look at the form and go, oh, did I really want that? But I don't have time to double-guess myself. I'm just going to put you back in my ear holes and get confident. So just quickly, what happens when it's this hot? Do they ever get heated off? Do they put a, a cold flannel over their shoulders? <laughs> I think they, they get Get some super doopers for the horses. What do they do? They've
1: got measures in place. I think they don't parade them for as long in the mounting yard. Um, they obviously yep. wash them down pretty quickly after the race. But, yeah, they've brought the races forward to the morning so that, um, yeah, it's mm. not the hottest part of the day. So That's cool. There might be some horses who don't handle the heat, so that's to be recognised. But... Um, I think in, in regards to the track, because it is going to be so hot, it'll be inter- interesting to see how much water they put on it early on in the morning and um, how much it dries out, because the, the faster the track gets, the more advantage uh, it is for the leaders. So that's something to keep in mind.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, let's get stuck straight into it, mate. It is a massive day Saturday. I cannot wait. Race one, we've got the Summer Fun Sprint. No such thing as fun runs, guys. They're a myth. <laughs> Our favourite is Tom Kitten at 390. VC, the Viet Cong, Victor Charlie. For those celebrating the fiftieth anniversary of Australia's absence in the Vietnam unwinnable war, and then we got Invisible Shield at five bucks, Hellish at six, double figures. The rest, how are we going? Are we getting a winner at nine thirty this Saturday morning? Nah,
1: this is one another race. There's only two horses, (laughs) two horses have had a start. They didn't show much ability, I didn't think on debut. Uh, I talk of Corniche and Halish. They, uh, I mean, they ran okay, weren't beaten too far, but those races didn't rate all that well. The horse that's been backed in the market is Tom Kitten. Mm. It opened up at about oh, at about the $5 mark, $6 mark, and it's into $3.70. So good little move there. So there's no official trial. Probably jumped out. Well, I don't go looking for jump out. It's not my, not my way of betting. So uh, I'm leaving this race alone, but um, there's no doubt the market settled on Tom Kitten. So if you're looking to have a bet in the first, uh, the market is suggesting it is the one to beat.
0: Beautiful stuff. Let's just dive straight into race two where the favourite is Dunkel at about double your odds. You'd be on this. You know what? I was about to say you'd be on this, you favourite backer. But after recording and listening again to the Gold Coast podcast, your Magic Millions tips, you, you're backing stuff in 20 to 1, 23 to 1. Anyway, I've got to stop in <laughs> the Gold Coast. We've got Dunkel here in race two at two bucks. Soul choice at five. Hard to cross at 650, then it starts to blow out. Is it all about
1: the favourite? No, it's not, uh, and I'll give you the reason Ooh. why. Um, speed map. I've got sole choice going forward and leading. It'll definitely lead the Gay Waterhouse. Adrian Bott horses like to lead. Those will be the instructions. Paleface will go forward. Toscana Rise will go forward. But I can't imagine him going too hard. Or I can imagine Soul Choice getting his own way in front. And uh, it'll be up to the jockey how hard they want to go. Because I know that camp don't like to go too slow. So I am with Soul Choice. I thought it was a really good win at Tarang. Oh. It um, ran good time. Should get its own lead, and I and I I do expect this track to race race leaderish with this rail out eight meters drying track. Um, so I think you want to be pretty close to the speed. So I'm with sole Choice. I think it'll be hard to run down. No doubt, Dunkel's a nice horse, Proge- progressive stayer from a good camp, but. Getting up there in weight, it's going to be spotting this other horse, Soul Choice, a big start. And I just want to play the percentages here. I think Soul Choice is the high percentage play. Of the rest, hard to cross. I can understand why there could be some market support gets a weight swing from Duncal, but I just don't think it's got the ability of Duncal. So I think it's a race uh, in those three horses, and I'm going with Soul Choice, $5.50. I can't see any way that the market won't trend towards that horse.
0: Sensational stuff. Very confident early. Keeping in mind, I'm still in bed when this thing is running, but I might wake up for it. Sounded like you knew what you were talking about. Race three, Fighting Arrow. This is an open field. Fighting Arrow at six bucks for your favourite. Stop it. Pacino for the acting school out there at 750. Beretta for fans of the 70s cop show. Or Italian semi-automatic <laughs> pistols in general at eight fifty double figures. The rest, what do we like
1: here, mate? Yeah, well, I've actually been pushed into one here by an ex-colleague. I won't name-drop him, but Ooh. he sort of suggested a horse to me, and I'm I'm like, I like I don't like cop and tips, but I I thought, All right, I'll have a look at this horse when I go through this race, and I can understand where he's coming from. Let's just start with the um, speed map. There wasn't a heap of speed on tempo. Maybe Ashley Boy going forward, Bush uh, Blushing Tycoon going forward. Prince Ziggy, but there's a lot of horses who like to get right back in the field, so it could be a sprint home, and it, it might be hard to make too much ground. The horse I'm going with is Pacino, though. I thought it's been really impressive in yes. its last two runs uh, at Benalla. Shown a really good turn of foot over these trips, which is rare, It's hard to find. They've gone with the claim... So it gets in with 55.5, that's good for an acceleration horse. And I, I just think this is the horse who is got more progre- more progression in it than a lot of the other ones. Uh, it's on the back up, it's had good margins leading up to this, ran good uh, late sections, looks a dry tracker, just... It's got a lot of positives, and I think it should map in just behind the leaders, maybe one pair further back. And um, I just think with this lightweight under the minimum, I think it should come over the top. Of the rest, fighting arrow, I can understand why it's favourite. It was okay late in that race at Mooney Valley, gets a jockey upgrade to Blake Shin. But it just probably has to go back to last from that wide gate. And as I mentioned um it's going to be not a lot of tempo up in front and the, the track should be pretty leaderish. So I just think the task is ahead of it. So I'm with Pacino. It's about 750 at the moment. That's each way odds. You can ba- you can take, uh, take it both ways and uh, I think you'll come out uh, with a profit, hopefully.
0: Oh, arguably the greatest actor of all time. I'm happy to be on board. Is that yeah, how, is
1: how it's spelt, though? No.
0: So this Pacino has the hard CH just for the, the phonetically Italians. inclined. But it, Big L's just a C. I realised I'm infiltrating my daughter with a lot of Pacino quotes because Scent of a Woman, I, uh, I flicked the light off the other night and she turned around, she's two and a half, she turned around and goes, I'm in the dark here. <laughs> I'm like, shit, You go got to go, watch what I am saying. Hoo-wah. What have you done in your nappy? A poo
1: It's One of those movies where you just, like, I didn't watch it for years because of the name of the movie. You go, what is this going to be? But it's absolutely brilliant.
0: Oh, it's an absolute cracker, but it's also one of those where it's like such a time stamp, It's like he wins the Oscar for that when he should have won it for several other films. And then something just switches in Pacino's brain. He goes, all right, I'll just yell in every film from now on. <laughs> So, like, from 93 onwards, he just screams every line. It's great. (laughs) Let's scream straight into race four, where our favourite is Right You Are. Always like Right You Are. Just feels like something I never hear. So, I reckon reckon the reason it's a two-buck favourite is the fact that people just want to feel correct in the moment. And have Right You Are scream down their ears. Spirit Ridge at 650. Swords Drawn at 7. Adelaide Ace and X-Omen at 10. And then it's pretty much drifting from there.
1: Yeah, and this Right You Are has been really solid in the market. Just with the speed map, I've got Spirit Ridge leading. I don't see a lot of speed other than that. This is another... A race which lacks a bit of tempo right you are was ridden warm last start and they'll probably have to do the same again which i think it probably races better a little bit further back in the field but i think they'll be their hand will be forced but um right you are the, the money's all been for it what did they open that up it was about the two dollar 60 mark 270 into two dollars 15 so um pretty solid in the market the last start win rated okay but visually it wasn't it didn't look very good um Look, I can understand why the market's going towards it. it. It probably lacks a little bit of depth, but I'm just looking... I just think it's a little bit tight in the market at $2.15 at the moment. I'm going to go with Spirit Ridge. I just think third up here, it's raced in two nice races in Sydney where it's it's ran solid races without, you know, getting close to the winner. Third up here, peak, but most importantly, Blake Shin goes on board and gets a really soft lead, so... I think just I think it's the improver in the race. It's, in the past, it's been able to run a really good rating. I think it's set up in this race to run a good rating. And I just think right you are. It's got no more improvement in it this campaign. It's been up a while. It's had a couple of peaks. Its last two runs. I just it's going to the well again. I want to come in, um go with the horse who's the fresh one on the scene this campaign, and that's with Spirit Ridge. So I'm with it. About six dollars, six dollars fifty. I wouldn't necessarily run, um rush into the price i don't think there's going to be uh, any real push for it market wise but uh, it's a horse that i want to be with i'm with spirit ridge
0: that benjamin is a bloody good tip right there i love it let's move on to race five forbidden city home of the chinese emperors we've got forbidden city at 290 and then just behind it bellariche 320 the freeman trained bellariche Had a few mentioned over the journey on this podcast. I'm wondering if you're going to really lean into that. We've got Dazzling Lucy at 9s. Ryoku, sounds like something out of Street Fighter at 9.50. Then we've got Starlight Scope at 13. The rest are making up the numbers, surely. Yeah,
1: it probably looks a race in two, this race. Yep. Forbidden City is also one we've tipped as well, and I think Forbidden City mm. and Ballot Reach have got a clear ability gap on um, on the rest of the field. I'm with Forbidden City. I thought it was really soft last start at Mooney Valley, and on a track that probably isn't ideal for it. it Had to make a long, sustained run and and just kept going. It was really, really impressive. Camp's flying. Nolan's flying. Should map in just behind the leaders, maybe one pair further back. Uh, The fast track will suit it for a turn-of-foot horse, and I just think that um, it's primed and ready to go. I've just got a query on Ballot Reach. I know I've tipped it a couple of times this time, and it's going okay. It's just lacking that killer punch at the moment. Caught wide last start, but they didn't go all that quick, so... I wasn't as forgiving as uh, what some uh, other analysts might have been. So, drawing a softer gate here, they'll have to ride a little bit warm to to um, try and take advantage of that gate. But I'm with Forbidden City. I'm against dazzling Lucy. I think. Um 1400 meters i don't think it's looking for 1400 meters i think they should keep it to 1200 meters and below and raya yuki who's a bit of a drifter in, in the market but currently at nine dollars It's been 550 out to nine dollars coming out of a a nice race at warner but it might be one one run short I, I i wouldn't mind following that horse next start but not in this race i'm with forbidden city i think she's destined for better races and races and she's well placed here
0: perfect analysis love your work mate let's dive straight into the big one Race six, here we go. The Stand-ish Handicap at 1,200 metres. Our favourite is Rose Quartz at 5.50. Pretty even field yet again here. Indian Pacific, come on guys, pick an ocean. It's Indian or Pacific at 6.50. Vespertine, going against its name and running during daylight hours. That's also at 6.50. Then we got Western Empire at 8. Snapper. Straight out of the ocean at eight. Oh my god, this looks like a bloody tough race. Halvorsen at eight fifty. Mmm, Gower at nine. Dawn Passage nine fifty. Throw a blanket over the
1: rest because they'll still be running. You know I hate these races. Just the flat market. <laughs> just the, there's no obvious horse that you just got to stamp. I mean, the market's probably trending Earn towards... Earn
0: your crust, Ben. Earn your crust. I don't want it to be obvious. That's not what we come here for. We don't, punters don't come here for the obvious. They come here for the insight and the analysis.
1: No, but sometimes you look around the obvious and you have to be pointed in the direction oh, of the obvious. Gee, that's
0: quite philosophical. Have you been reading some sort of Zen master book, have you?
1: No, I've been reading the form guide. <laughs> 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 um, Rose Courts. You, you're right, mate. You're done. Yeah, I'm
0: good. Honestly, it's uh, it's the first time I reckon you've hit me with a real zinger, and we've been doing this for over a <laughs> month. So, congrats. You
1: normally do all the jokes that I don't laugh at.
0: Oh, so it is a choice. I thought you <laughs> were just focused.
1: <laughs> Crikey! Now well, I'm really hurt. The market suggesting Rose Courts is the one to beat. Uh, it's going okay. I just, it's just sort of I don't know. I don't know if it's going as well as what it is. Other has other campaigns. Twelve hundred metres is going to suit. It should be the peak uh, run of its campaign after a little freshen up. So, look, I can understand why you'd back it, but it's not a horse I want to be with. Western Empire is probably the interesting runner. of it. You know, it started really short in Group 1 races last campaign, and this is much weaker. It's just a bit of an unknown going to a new camp. That'll be the horse that I'll just be watching the, uh, for the future. But, yeah, there's no bet here. I couldn't really find one. You know, I wouldn't talk you out of any of them because I think it's an absolute lottery.
0: Seems way too hard for the likes of us, so we're going to go straight into race seven. This is basically where race two would have kicked off, so we could be rich by now. How good is this? Here to shock is 310, pounding. This is my oman I don't like doubling up on the oman I really don't. But I've got such good memories of sitting at square leg and getting absolutely pounded whilst listening to this thing come in. So pounding's my <laughs> omen for everyone out there wanting to lose some cash at 6.50. Toro, love his work in The Usual Suspects at 7.50. Typhoon Harmony at 7.50. Hasseltoff could be a typo. Loved your work bringing down the wall at eight. Aaron Bay at ten, and then it really starts to drift.
1: Yeah, and you talk about pounding as your own bet. Mm. I reckon it's one of the lays of the day. Oh, Last <laughs> start, it <laughs> had... Jamie Carr, it was on the back up after coming out of a really good race. It was just set up to win last start. Now, off 28 days, I don't think there's any way it runs up to that rating. So $6.50, you can leave me out of that. I, I I've i got it marked <laughs> uh, bigger than $10. So um, wow. I don't think it's any chance. Well, can, I get 10 bucks? F- can I get 10 <laughs>
0: bucks with you for my own money?
1: Mintbet bet might well uh, Mintbet.
0: bet if i have a chat to them might and say, mint hey, up the price can they mint up the price of pounding for the oman Well, we'll have yeah, to have a yeah, word to yeah, the big yeah, boys yeah. upstairs we'll put, we'll put a special up for you yeah why
1: not <laughs> we'll ask the boss <laughs> here to shock is obviously you know it, it's the obvious one uh, ran really well first up over race for jamie carr which was really rare but just kept finding the line i just don't know three dollars twenty is pretty tight it's going to get a nice run. Blake shin is going to get it to settle, which is the key to it winning the race. And look, I can understand why the market's with it. I don't want to take the $3.10 of the rest. Beltoro couldn't really be with it. I don't think it's going as well as it has previous campaigns. And Hasseltopf is the one I could consider. Wow. I think it's got the different form line altogether to to the uh, the rest in the field. Drops four and a half kilos, flies at the track. Really good camp, uh, the, top, the Tom Dabenig camp. I just think it's a sort of turn-a-foot of horse. The drop-in weight is key. It could be the one who, who is fine in the line. But, yeah, there just wasn't enough positives with one particular horse for me to stamp and I go, that's a bet. So, you know, that's a lot of analysis to not have a bet. But sometimes uh, you can learn from these things.
0: That, in a nutshell, is this podcast. You talk for three minutes and give us nothing. I say pounding's going to win. You tell me it's no chance. Hey, a little side bet. If pounding gets a, gets a place... Oh, what, are we,
1: what are we talking? What you no, what,
0: are you, you're that confident, it's no chance
1: No, I can run a place <laughs> Oh, here we go,
0: backpedalling I, I, I just think it's a good lay at the price
1: what, what do you want to have a bet on? What, slab,
0: what? We'll, we'll bet a slab
1: Slab, yeah. slab. Oh, All right, home sweet. delivered
0: You heard it here first guys So you want it the place I'm drinking yeah. for free, right, cool. it's getting the top three And if it doesn't get I've heard you don't pay though <laughs> Oh, turn it up You're lucky I'm in charge of editing this thing Because that will be coming out <laughs> All right, you heard it here first. Let's dive over to race eight, where our favorite is Kentucky Casanova. Crikey. Sounds like someone who woos people with fried chicken on a first date. Kentucky Casanova's at 390. <laughs> Jungle Jim's at 440. Mm, Jumbuck at five. God, it's a tough day, isn't it? Diamonds in the sky at seven. Nicale Spur, no chance I pronounced that correctly, at 750. Then it starts to blow out. Is this another shouldering of arms and going to the Goldie?
1: No, we're going to have a bet here, but I'll just run through a couple in the market. Ka- uh, Kentucky Casanova is the favourite. It's off 321 days. I couldn't possibly go near it. It's a, probably the nicest horse in the race, but off that long a break, it's very uh, unlikely to do a, a rating that is near its best. So, let Nick go. Jungle Gym, I just thought it had its own way last uh, last start at Flemington and probably not going to get as cosy a run up in front. Obviously going all right. I think it's a bit tight in the market. The horse I'm going to back is Nick Spur. I don't normally back first-up horses, but I just think this horse has got some real ability, a real turn-of-foot horse. Probably didn't go right last campaign in Sydney. Struck a lot of wet tracks. I think back on a dry surface... I would, I'd love to see a market push, but it's not necessarily the The profile of a horse that the market's going to lean towards. So there's 123% in the market at the moment, probably going to get down to towards 116, 117. So you may as well wait to the jump to back this horse. And I just think it's got something about it, a, a real turn of foot, a little bit of class about it. And from the right camp, it's going to be in the right part of the track as well. So our uh, spur I think uh, it's probably the one to spec at those odds. Beautiful, and a little bit each way there wouldn't go astray either at 7.50.
0: That's pretty handy, 7.50 and about 2 to 2.50 for the place. All right, let's get into the last, I'd normally say last chance to learn, but by now it's only about three in the Arvo at the latest, and you've probably still got about five races to clean up on on the Gold Coast. Get over and listen to that pod. He's actually good in that one. All right. <laughs> Race nine. No giving away slabs in that pod. Race nine, we got number nine as our favourite. Victory Bay at three fifty. British Columbia is three ninety. Miso in the soup at eight fifty. It blows out. This is a massive field. Surely we're shouldering
1: arms and letting this one go through to the keeper. it's a massive field, but there's a lot of dead weight in it and Right. You know, Victory Bay's a favorite. I'm against it. I just don't know where it's going to get to from the gate. It'll probably have to go too far back to be a winning chance. I'm with British Columbia. I think from barrier three, they can be wow. really positive here. It was really good last start at Sandy and really f- attacked the line, was solid enough in the market there. Only going to be fitter for that run and just the map advantage over the other main chance in the race in Victory Bay as, as me leaning towards British Columbia. Great camp, Graham Bag, absolutely flying. Mark's not going to let it drift out too far. Of the rest, Miso, probably a chance. Got run down by a really good horse at Warnable last start. Blow in, I was against to that price at $8.50. But yeah, British Columbia, I think we can uh, end the day at Flemington uh, on a winning note with it.
0: Sensational, mate. Let me just run through the card. Race one, <laughs> no one's awake at 9.30 on a Saturday <laughs> unless they're really keen, so don't bother on that one. Race two, we're on sole choice on a track that's going to be leader-ish. Still need to delve into what that term really means. If you're in front, you win. Yeah, that's normally how it works. Race three, the inside male. He doesn't want a name drop, but Pacino wins it. Big Al, I'm in the dark here. Race four, we're on Spirit Ridge. Because right you are, we'll be forced to ride warm again. We need to unpack that. And two bucks is a bit tight. Race five is a race in two, but we're going to scrap one of them and go straight for Bidden City. Race six, forget about it. It's time to go to the Gold Coast. We're probably waking up. Race seven, we're not punting, but I'm winning a slab because pounding is definitely, definitely going to get a place. <laughs> the favourite's too tight there. Race eight, we are definitely betting on Nick Spur, And race nine, British Columbia for the Canadians out there to bring it home. What a good day.
1: Yeah, and I think the the theme for the most of the selections are you you want to be up on the speed, you want to be horses who are fit, and you know there's there's horses like Soul Choice Spirit Ridge who I think are really going to get a soft lead out in front, and if this track is really hard and fast, and they're going to be hard to run down, so you got to play the percentages, and that's what we're doing with the selections uh, on Saturday at Flemington.
0: Beautiful, and we've already paid out at Mintbet for that exotic bet that we had a month ago on Benny making me genuinely piss myself laughing. That was pretty (laughs) impressive. All right, mate. Hey, set yourselves a limit. Enjoy yourselves. Get over to the Gold Coast podcast. And more importantly, enjoy Saturday. Go out there. Have some fun. It's going to be stinking hot, so stay hydrated and maybe drink a few things that don't have bubbles in them. All right, Benny. Enjoy your weekend, mate.
1: See you, Sonny. Good luck, punters.
0: You too, mate. Love your work.